Hey, listen, welcome to the Hey, Listen Games Cast, episode 52. And uh, join me on the show today is the wonderful Rob Douglas. Rob, how's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad. Good. I'd say my brain's a little overloaded with video game information. I've been catching up on E3 today. So you were gone all. like all last week. You missed all yep. the kind of megatons, big news of E3, and you're yep. catching up all in it all in one day. Yeah. That is some serious dedication to the show. I like it. My, my brain is just like, I'm rattling around so many useless facts and they're all confused. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I might say a game wrong or two today, like uh, Wolfenstein's Origins Battlefront Cuphead. Battlefront Cuphead. You know, that's Battlefront a cool Cuphead. new game, game title. I think you should pitch it and do it. Um, if you mess anything up, I'm sure we'll forgive you. Uh, our third host, we'll just Jeff. Pretend like, we'll pretend like it's actually a game that we invented and see how many yep. people Google it to see if it's there. Yeah. So our third host, Jeff, is not able to join us tonight. He said to tell you he sends his regrets, but he is uh, having a baby in like two days. So he spends some much needed time with family before all the craziness kicks in. So you can tweet him a correct congratulations in a couple days if you would like. Um. But tonight, uh, we're going to talk about one quick news story, and then we're going to kind of talk about our, just kind of wrap up E3. Rob, you just kind of downloaded all this new information about E3, so I'm sure you have a lot to talk about. And then we're going to kind of talk about the games we're most anticipating going forward, both the rest of this year and also into 2018. So, but before we do that, um, let's talk about this news story. Rob, you want to hit kick it off? Alright, so this is kind of a really brief one, but basically Atari, who has been relatively silent on the console uh, world and scale of things, decided that they were going to tease a new console. They have this website, you can check it out, www.atarebox.com, and basically I watched the teaser and it shows an old Atari and the new Atari logo, and that's it. Uh... I kind of, I kind of, in their article, they also mentioned the last Atari console to come out was 1993, and it was, <laughs> it was ended in 96. So it's been 11, no, it's been more than, it's been 21 years since Atari had a console on the market. You know what? If it doesn't launch with like a super HD remaster of Pong, there's no way I'm getting it. That's all I'm holding out for. Like kind of like Geometry Wars meets Pong. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I'm thinking about it. Lights and explosions. And you know, I never really played an Atari growing up. I don't know if you did, yeah. Rob. But what like what games they have, what IPs they have that they can do? Are they going to be able to get like third party publishers? Is this going to be kind of like the Ouya where they just kind of release all their old games and make it a celebration? Yeah. It looks like it's supposed to be powerful, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we don't really know a whole lot about it yet. Yeah. But I'm assuming it's going to, if Atari is trying to put it out there in this current market, either they're doing a, a throwback, a throwback console, so it's going to be all retro games, Pong, Pac-Man, all sorts of uh, Atari classics, or it's going to be a competitive marketing console. And if it is a competitive marketing console, they really need to 
up their A game for this to be successful. And if it's a throwback console, literally just put all the games on there and just make it last be on the market a little longer than the Nintendo NES Classic. And, <laughs> hey, Presto, you got a successful console. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the video does make it look like it's going to be, like, it looks pretty sleek. It looks like it's going to yeah. be new, so I'm curious to see what happens. And yeah. they they have to have better third-party support than Nintendo, or they're doomed, because, you know, we all buy Nintendo boxes for that third-party support. Yep. Gosh. <laughs> all right, so um, moving on, then, kind of into our main segment, um, I want to kind of wrap up E3. Um, we had a ton of news we kind of blitzed through last week. If you want to hear kind of our general reactions, um, me and Jeff and uh, Anthony kind of gave those on last week's show. Check that out. But um, this week, I kind of wanted to play a game. So, Rob, <laughs> 2017, it's June. It's almost halfway over already, which is yep. insane. But what we're going to play is you have enough money to buy five games for the rest of the year. You have to buy five games. You can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy three and then, like, save the rest of my money for, like, a ski trip or something like that. You have to buy five games. You have to buy them day one. Like, money isn't an issue. Time in this isn't an issue. This is a hypothetical situation that, for us, I know, definitely won't happen. But what are you buying? So let's go through the five games that kind of we're most excited for that we want to get for the rest of 2017. Um, okay. I'm gonna kick you. Start it with you. What What's the first one you're gonna get? All right. Just because I feel like I'm obligated to say this, and also I am pretty excited about this game, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, it comes out here in I believe it's October. October twenty seventh. So. Yep. So I, which is very stereotypical for every single Assassin's Creed game, um, I am interested in the concept i don't know if i would say i'm excited necessarily but i'm interested in how they're going to change the series it didn't look like watching some of the gameplay trailers it didn't look like they changed much but i am a sucker for assassin's creed so i will definitely be buying this one yeah that game looks really cool i actually was pretty excited when they showed the trailer for it um i love the setting like there's a lot more kind of green and stuff going on than i thought when i thought egypt i mean egypt you kind of think desert and stuff like that but oh yeah it looked the game looked really beautiful i love the setting so <sighs> i think that looks cool uh they revamped the combat it looks like like it looks a little bit more dark souls ish um yeah well and also of... one of the things that i thought was really interesting about the combat is there's a moment in the trail in one of the gameplay trailers where he jumps off of a roof with a bow and arrow mm -hmm. and he does like the horizon zero dawn slash mass effect slow fall yeah when in aim zoom aimed mode i was yeah. like oh that's kind of cool because i can never aim very fast when i'm playing <laughs> that game so if i have like you slow the motion bullet time. like I'm slowing down and I'm hanging in the air and I can go, okay, so now I can kind of line it up with the dude's head. <laughs> okay, got him. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, that might, that'll be cool. I, I am excited about some of like the Eagle kind of drone mm -hmm. thing going on or the Falcon. I think it might be a Falcon. I'm pretty sure it's a Falcon. Some kind of I bird. I know Ubisoft video loves their drones. I know video games, not birds. So guys <laughs> don't shoot me in the comments. Cool. Um, but the drone bird thing it's kind of cool yeah that so. that'll it's very ubisoft so it definitely i heard a couple of people talking about 
kind of talking about this, but it looks like it's going back to maybe a little bit more like Assassin's Creed 1, where it had those high-profile targets where you kind of spend a lot of time sneaking around trying to get that target and assassinating them. So I think that's exciting. And hopefully exciting. it's done better than Assassin's Creed 1, like more unique missions and not uh, stab them, rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, the reason I'm talking about this so much is actually Assassin's Creed Origins is also on my list for one of the games I would buy for the uh, for the rest of 2017. Um, that, folks, is an interesting idea. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the reason it's on my list is I think actually the fall of 2017, there's going to be some good games, but there's nothing like huge. Like there's no huge game that I'm like super excited for, especially on my PlayStation 4. Like PlayStation... Um, I think they're releasing Knack 2 in September and Gran Turismo Sport is supposed to come out sometime this fall, I believe. Yeah, but there's no your... like really big game. Um, and so AC Origins, I think, is going to be my PS4 game for this fall. Um, it looks really pretty. Um, I Like I said, I like the setting. The combat looks interesting. And hopefully they'll be able to tell an intriguing story. I think I heard a quote that they're kind of going away from all the future stuff. Um, and it'll be about them kind of the start of the creed and all of that stuff. So yeah, which I'm cool. actually really excited about. And it sounds like it'll be it'll be good. All right. I, I think story wise, it's going to be it's going to be very I think it'll be a lot of history, mm-hmm. but a lot of mythology mixed in there as well. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we both have AC Origins then. Rob, what's your next one? OK, so. I'm going to have to say uh, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. Or Shadow Ooh. of War. Sorry, Shadow of War. Because uh, Shadow, <laughs> Shadow of Mordor of came Wardor out a couple years ago. Um, but I was watching the gameplay trailers for that earlier. I actually spent more time watching the gameplay trailers in, of for this one than I did some of the other games that mm-hmm. I'm probably more excited about. Just because it's so interesting to watch and like the like what they did with the ability to dominate orc captains in the first game Mm -hmm. and kind of kicking it up on steroids and giving these orcs like personalities and different traits and things that were more so than what was in the first game that excites me it actually looks really interesting it looks like a like a very strategic type game as well as the action-paced combat so i'm actually i think that's gonna that's my that would be my second one i would get this year is that just it looks great yeah it does look cool the whole like fortresses attack thing um i'm a little bit worried it sounds almost too strategic i'm horrible at like strategy games (laughs) and stuff like that so like i'm like i don't know if i want to have to deal with all that but it could be really cool in practice um so that's definitely another one to look forward to. Uh, my second one, probably not a huge surprise. Oh, shoot. Sorry, I messed up my mic. Destiny 2 um, comes out September yep. 6th now. I played the first Destiny a lot with friends, played the expansion, um, had a lot of fun with it. And the second one looks like it's going to be built on a new engine. Um, looks like an upgrade. And the story is finally going to be understandable, easy to follow, and should be good. And I'm looking forward to just having a lot of fun raiding with friends and jumping in, doing a little bit of PvP and um, seeing what that raid is at the end. So, yeah, I'm pumped about that. Sweet. 
Yeah, I think it'll be good because it definitely looks like they're flushing out so much more of the game than they did in the first game. And I think that will be to their benefit. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, uh, what else do you got, Rob? All right, so for my next one, I am going to kind of go with the crowd. Uh, this feels very stereotypical, okay. I suppose. And I'm going to say Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, to be honest, I the first Battlefront one that they came out with, it interested me for a little bit. But then when it came out and I was kind of watching the multiplayer game play and all that stuff, I was like, there's not really anything to this game. Mm-hmm. And knowing that this next one has a story mode, knowing that this next one has a lot more fleshed out multiplayer and also... After watching the uh, the gameplay trailer the other day, where they showed like uh, Naboo, the city of Feed, yeah, and it just looks absolutely gorgeous. Like it looks like it's uh, like they copy and pasted it straight from the movie onto the video game screen. And I was just like, this is awesome. This looks super cool. It looks gorgeous, and just the idea of like some of the main characters being in there and some of the and the story mode going from the Empire side of point of view mm-hmm. sounds intriguing. So I'm I'm interested. I'm definitely into this one. Yeah, the story mode is the most intriguing part for me because, you know, the first one didn't have any kind of story. And this one is being told from the Empire's perspective. They got the writer for Spec Ops The Line, which had, like, a really deep, interesting story. Yeah. So... That's really promising for me, um, and hopefully, multiplayer. Um, like you said, the new maps look cool. I'm kind of burned after the first one. I don't know how much I'd have fun um, messing around and playing in the multiplayer. I played the first one maybe like 15 hours and then yeah. kind of stopped. But it does have like cool kind of pick up and play arcade gameplay. So ho- I'm hoping that kind of sticks because it makes it more fun for people who aren't super hardcore. Yeah. Sweet. Very cool. Um, actually, I was having a hard time kind of coming up with five, so I'm actually going to steal yours and also go with Battlefront 2, because uh, I had four for sure, um, and I'm going to take Star Wars because I forgot that was actually coming out. So I'm also going to yep. say Battlefront 2. Um, that comes out you know, right before the movie. It'll be great to play it and get hyped about the movie and then watch the movie. And oh, The other yeah, good thing true. is... They have all free DLC, so that's exciting. All right, what's your next one? Oh, sorry. I got a little bit of allergies and stuff going on here. I'm going to cough into the mic here (laughs) just to – basically, we're we're going to do everything that you're not supposed to do when doing a podcast, like Nathan bumped his mic. I coughed into the mic. Yeah. We're going to break all the rules. Uh, The next (laughs) one on my list is uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. And I know it's kind of technically a DLC Mm -hmm. package, but it is still a standalone game. It's it's being sold for $30. It's very fleshed out in the story. I'm interested to see how they finish up this. Uh, This is kind of, I'm assuming, I don't know this for sure, but this looks like it's going to be the last Uncharted chapter with these characters for a while or if they do anything else in the uncharted world it will follow other characters 
and this seems like a good like i like the story balance so far i like what i'm seeing i like the tension between chloe and nadine it's going on in the game play trailers and stuff and so i think it'll be i think it'll be really fun and interesting to watch how this one plays out yeah i agree with you i also like you know, it's going to be a standalone release. I think it's going to be 40 bucks, so there should be a good chunk of time there to play. I thought the fourth game went on just a little bit too long, so hopefully this cuts down on that and is maybe like six, seven hours. I think that'd be like perfect for an Uncharted game. could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Your turn. Oh, it's my turn? Shoot, it sorry. is. Oh, man. I was just getting so excited. Okay. This next one comes out in about a month, actually. Um, Splatoon 2. I'm very excited about the um, kind of the return of Splatoon. This one um, looks like it should be a full sequel. They're adding a couple new modes, um, a new kind of team um, fire team mode called Salmon Run. That looks like a lot of fun. I'm going to be able to play Splatoon 2 on my Switch, take it anywhere I want. Um, like play it over wi-fi at a coffee shop hopefully we'll see if that happens but the theory sounds cool and i'm just really excited to see not only the new maps but what other modes they add in and stuff like that and yeah. i want to get another fun game on my switch i basically only have mario kart and zelda right now so i want more games for that and i'm excited well, and to be honest, Nintendo is still kind of, I mean, it's still in this very early stage of, they don't really have a lot of other games out there just yet. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of indie developers yep. that are on it, and of course, ARMS is the next big one that just came out. Um, but I think once Splatoon 2 gets on there, that will start kicking up the number of people who have Switches as well, and I think even looking forward to some of the games coming out from Nintendo in the future, that it's, it's going to become more and more interesting and intriguing to people. And I, I actually am more tempted the more I see all these co-op games going to Switch and going, man, I could take it wherever I want to, yeah. like a coffee shop. <laughs> but, yeah, Nintendo has a huge focus on <clears throat> multiplayer games, and I think that was amplified even in their spotlight they did and what they talked about at E3. They're really focused on the Switch being played, kind of local co-op between yeah. two players. So should be good. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Um, for my last one, I think this is the last one. Yep, this is the last one. Last uh, one. I had I have a little bit of a challenge with this one. I'm kind of debating back and forth on this one. Uh, part of me wants to say Cuphead because okay. it's super interesting. It looks like an interesting concept, but it's an indie game, so it's kind of a smaller game. And so I'm actually going to go with this is this hurts to say, but I'm actually really excited that I get to say this because I haven't been able to say this for a long time. Call of Duty World War Two. Like, I, I don't, you know, the last few years, I never pictured myself saying one of my most anticipated games would be a Call of Duty game. But just looking at just kind of the history and the story going into this one, I'm super excited about that. And yeah, so... Who I'm putting are you? it on my list. I don't You're know. crazy. I don't no. know who I am anymore. So it does look cool. Um, the gameplay trailer they had during uh, Sony's show during E3. Honestly, it looked fun, but it didn't look like it was anything really new or groundbreaking, which is good, but 
at the same time it kind of dehyped me like i was really interested on that game yeah and then watching it, i was like oh it looks like a world war ii game that's prettier cool yep so i don't know more interesting how they do the story than i am the actual gameplay because yeah for sure i think i stopped playing call of duty for the gameplay back at like the first world at war wow you've been off a while then huh yeah 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 i've played a few since then but i other than the zombie mode i don't play call of duty so the fact that i have a call of duty on one of my most anticipated and i did watch the gameplay trailer for e3 and it was slightly disappointing but Mm -hmm. as far as games coming out in 2017 it is one that i am anticipating for its story itself yeah yeah okay cool I save my most anticipated one for last, then. Um, it's Super Mario Odyssey. Nintendo completely blew this game out at E3. It was their focus of the show. Looks so cool. Um, all the different transformations you can uh, you can do. Mario can throw his cap and become almost anything. Bullet Bill, Goomba, a T-Rex, a frog, um, a person in real life that's not Mario. So... They're going full-on crazy with this. Um, It's back to more exploratory, like 64 and Sunshine. Um, It looks so cool. Um, This is my most excited game. Um, It also comes out October 27th, which is the same day as AC Origins. And, you know, I put that on my list, but if I have to choose only one, I'm playing Mario before I play Assassin's Creed. So it looks really cool. That's true. That's true. You you probably will. Yes. I'm, I might be a little concerned about Mario Odyssey because it definitely shows in the trailer that he possesses a human. I'm not sure how I feel about that, that Mario can now possess human beings. Yeah. That might be a little occultist. Okay, so there was this article, <laughs> hilarious article, NintendoLife.com. They did this, uh, like, Mario kind of demonic possession kind of, uh, uh, what's it called? Um like uh when you make fun of something i'm forgetting oh, the word spoof yeah or... they did like this spoof on it it's hilarious you should check it out because it's really funny oh, but my. i mean you know i'm sure there's someone out there who's saying that so it's kind of funny all right cool <laughs> so that's 2017 we set all our games uh what about 2018 rob you same thing you can only buy five games in 2018 <sighs> for the whole year what are they why are you buying them and so this, this is where it actually gets challenging because, like, 2017, I felt to a certain extent I kind of was stretching a few of these just a little bit. Like, Star Wars Battlefront Two and Call of Duty World War Two. I, I am interested in them. I am mm-hmm. very in- hyped about them. But I'm way more hyped about 2018 games than I am any 2017 game coming out because mm-hmm. most of the 2017 games are incredible have already come out. We have some new ones that are coming down the road, but 2018 is really hard. Yeah. Um, and also we don't know how many of these games might get bumped to further down the line. That's true. There's also games, at least I'm hoping that haven't been announced yet that will be announced between now and the end of 2018 that'll come out as well. So we don't know the full picture, but what's been talked about, what are you looking forward to? So I'm going to start off with kind of a funny one because I don't think... I, like last year, I don't think I would have said this. Okay. Sea of Thieves. Ooh. Um, the more and more I've watched this, the more and more entertaining 
it looks yep. like now that we you know we kind of had an actual demo where it wasn't a bunch of streamers just giggling at each other and <laughs> drinking booze yeah. on a ship now that we actually saw some gameplay to it some action we saw some missions and stuff it actually looks kind of intriguing and i'm sort of interested in saying this is this is one thing I don't think I ever thought I would say, and that is I'm actually anticipating this game. I actually wow. am kind of excited to see, and maybe we'll pick this one up. You do love pirates. I do think I do, it looks cool. I am a sucker for pirates, um, that's true. I thought the way they demoed it during Microsoft's conference was really smart. They had like a pirate commentator kind of describing the action. <laughs> that worked really well, so you could see what they were doing, what their goal was, what was going on, minute to minute, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Better than having, like you said, YouTubers kind of chatting away. Like they did a really smart job of showing that game off. Um, it does make me wish if there's any one game I'd want to get an Xbox for, it's Sea of Thieves. It's true. Yeah, but um. I think my my biggest one for next year is Spider-Man on PS4. Sony ended their press conference with the like the super long demos, like eight minutes long. Um, it had a lot of quick time events. I know Jaeger talked about that last week. Um, but I think kind of that goes with Spider-Man and the story and what's going on. Um, and that demo Spider really kind of sold me on the game. My spider senses are tingling. They're telling me to press triangle. <laughs> exactly exactly um but i think they're gonna tell a interesting story um that showed like it was kind of a combination of spider-man gameplay along with uncharted kind of storytelling with it being super visual mm -hmm. and super cinematic and stuff like that um which hasn't we've had more budget spider-man games before and obviously insomniac with the pedigree they have of uh ratchet and clank recently and then um uh, what was the game on Xbox that came out? Uh, I forget, but it was like an open world game where you shoot stuff and drink energy drinks. I can't remember the name of the game now, but that game was pretty good. So they have the pedigree. I think they'll do a good job, and that is probably my most anticipated game for 2018. Okay. Uh, my next one, I would say, is... Once again, this is really challenging. Yeah, right. Uh, El Zorro in the comments just said Sunset Overdrive? Yes, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, that's what Sorry. I was trying to think. I, couldn't I remember thought what that might have been was. the name. I, I thought that might have been the name, but I, I, I didn't want to spit it out there and be yeah. like, no, Rob, you're stupid. Oh, uh, no. I uh, felt stupid for not days remembering Gone. It. I'm very excited about this one. Um, I, once again... I, I've noticed a pattern. I'm kind of a sucker for themes. I like mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed. I like pirates. Okay. And I like zombies. Um, <laughs> and Days Gone does not look like your typical uh, zombie game. It looks way more intriguing. It looks like it has more depth to it. And I think that is an interesting concept. I think that's something that was lost in, like... Uh, dead island was yeah. that while there was a story and the combat was incredible there wasn't a lot of depth to it and i'm kind of hoping that this game has that depth of story and characters mm -hmm. that make it well worthwhile and i haven't uh, i will confess i have not watched the uh, days gone full thing for the e3 this year but i watched part of it 
and I I'm excited. You should watch the rest of it because I'm going to. I'm um, going to. That game last year after last year, I was like, nope, not interested. Doesn't look like fun. But the demo this year really made it look interesting. Um, you interacted with the zombies in cool mm-hmm. ways and kind of um use them to affect the world around you, which could be really cool. I'm still not super interested because I'm I'm fatigued on zombies and zombie games, to be honest. But um, there is a cool concept there, so um, it's a good pick. Uh, my second one is God of War. Um, I played the first God of War all the way through. I've played parts of 2 and 3. They're fun games, but it's nothing like special or anything like that. Um, this one, obviously, totally revamped. The combat looks really promising i like what they're doing with kind of the closer behind the shoulder view and then um the story actually looks pretty interesting with kratos kind of going around with his son and hunting around the norse mythology and i'm not sure what's going on there but i think that'll be really cool um they said that's coming out early 2018 so probably like february march somewhere around there um that'll be a great game to kind of kick off the year for sony i'm excited yeah i think I think God of War is a it's a solid game. I think it'll be very worthwhile. I I am debating whether or not it should be on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it there's a looks, lot of games. It's hard to narrow it down. It is very hard to narrow it down, especially with some new games that we saw. And I think God of War is such a classic. I I am really excited to see the the kind of turn. Mm-hmm. to the Norse mythology because I feel like, I mean, well, feel like Kratos basically slaughtered and killed everyone else in the Greek mythology, so he's got no one left there, so going to a new mythology is a fair idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that is, he did kill, he killed Zeus in the last, or in the third game, so you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Spoiler alert, guys. Oh, sorry, guys. Game is... But, I mean, when, when did that game come out? Like, 2009? 11? I think, maybe? I don't know. I yeah, don't remember. Maybe two thousand nine. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um But my next anticipated game is actually uh it was kinda hinted at by Yeager in the comments, School and Bones. Um I watched some of the gameplay trailers for this one and once again, Sucker for Pirates. But and I don't know if it has an official release date, but they basically are saying it's going to come in twenty eighteen. Um and so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's coming in 2018 and pretend like the haters don't exist. But I just by the gameplay trailer, then kind of watching some of the uh, the trailers and everything, I am I'm very excited about this game. It looks very Pirates of the Caribbean meets what Black Flag was trying to do, which excites me. Um, and it's more realistic and hardy than what Sea of Thieves is. And so I actually am anticipating, I'm hoping that this one will be really good. Even though it's like basically a multiplayer game, you tend to stay away from those, Rob. I normally stay away from multiplayer games, but I might make an exception for pirates. I've actually made an exception for two pirates games on this list so far. (laughs) That's true. So... I think this looks cool. Um, I really wish it wasn't just basically ship combat and ship warfare. I think they confirmed you can't, like, get off your ship and kind of be a pirate captain or, like, 
you know, storm the other, have a character and storm the other ship and engage in like hand to hand combat or anything like that. Um, I would be a lot more excited if it included that as an element versus just ship warfare and ship combat, which that's true. I had fun with in Assassin's Creed four, but by the end of that game, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. It was fun. It's a cool concept. It's fun for a little bit, but I don't want a whole game about it. I think what I really enjoyed about the ship-to-ship combat in Assassin's Creed 4 is as the game progressed, I got I upgraded my ship, things were more challenging, you fought harder ships, you could take on the bigger boats, you could take on more ships at once, and so I'm kind of hoping that Skulls and Bones will have a similar process to that, and yeah. if it does, then I think that will just be, I mean, it... If anything, it will be a fun game to dip into, play for a little bit, and then go away from for a while, and then maybe come back and forth to it. So that's what I'm hoping is that it's just what, if it, even though it is multiplayer, it has those piratey ship to ship <laughs> combats that are just brutal and fun. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, oh gosh, I have to do three more. Shoot, I just realized this. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so my third game um i'm actually gonna go with a little bit of a surprise or even for me um the crew 2 ubisoft talked about this um at their press conference really yeah i didn't play the original the crew um but kind of the idea of like kind of driving around the country and stuff like that um really intrigued me i had a lot of fun with the uh need for speed the chase or whatever that game where you drove across the country came out like five six years ago or something like that uh, that game didn't review well. I thought it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, and I like kind of driving um, more arcadey games sometimes. So they're adding in boats. They're adding in like ATVs, I think uh, planes. So they're adding in like basically everything. Um, I'm really intrigued by this game. I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, and it's something that I don't usually pick up and I like throwing up in something kind of random. So Crew 2 I'm excited for um, and I want to hear more about it. I'm really intrigued by, it seems like they had a little bit of a, I wouldn't say story, but almost story mode in it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering how that will play out. Yeah, that did intrigue me. I don't think I'll pick it up, but I, yeah. because I think as far as like car racing games go, uh, the one that really in interested me a little bit more was Need to Speed, Need for Speed, mm -hmm. uh, just because it was like Fast and Furious literally carbon yeah, copy of fast turns and me off of it actually so and i think that would be fun to do some of the things yeah. and have your own crew like fast and furious but the crew too does look pretty good so uh, that is an admirable choice and i, I think it'll be interesting to see how the gameplay and story if they have a story or if it's just like kind of uh, a pseudo story how that works mm -hmm. out um for my fourth game yep fourth i'm one. actually going to say a game that i was not expecting to but anthem anthem oh, which is you think set, that's gonna come out in 2018 they said that for would. a release in 2018 okay. fall 2018 and so if we go by what the developers are saying then it's a 2018 game if we go by what we, we know it's assume, not yeah it's probably assume. it'll probably get it'll assume. probably get delayed but i'm gonna pretend like it's not because Here's the thing about Anthem that I thought was really intriguing is uh, Destiny 1 mm -hmm. and Destiny 2 had this very unique concept of an online shooter multiplayer. You're going out, you're doing missions and coming back. Yep. And I think Anthem does it better. 
Yeah. So far, like from what I've seen, what I liked about watching the gameplay on Anthem was you could have your crew, your squad, essentially, and you could choose, oh, we're going to fight that, or hey, let's come back to this later. Let's fight those guys and not those guys. Like, I liked kind of that. It was more open world. It was more open world and you had more choices and you had this kind of you had your squad, and I'm wondering, I, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not 100% sure that in the gameplay trailer they actually were showing themselves, like, mic'd up talking yeah, in the game. Yeah, they had friends, their friends were talking or whatever. I thought it was, but, stuff. like, the cinematic part at the very beginning of the trailer, you're like, well, maybe they're actually actors and characters in this game. Oh. But then I was like, oh, but... But I think it'll be interesting to see how that develops, and I think having that type of gameplay and story, like that kind of progression in a Destiny-type shooter, yeah. I think will be really good. Yeah, that's actually one of mine um, for 2018 as well. It's my most intriguing game, because like you said, it looks gorgeous. The gameplay looks similar to Destiny, but it's open world, so if they can nail that, and do a good job with story and make it multiplayer where I can play with you and Jeff and we can have a lot of fun and also have an intriguing story. That's like the original promise of Destiny that 20 million people got excited about and bought a copy of Destiny and then, you know, got mad about it because it wasn't that. So Yeah. Yeah, so that's actually my fourth one as well as Anthem. And I have one more. Um, And I'm going to jump you actually... And uh, go for my last one. Uh, The last one, and I don't think it was announced as 2018, but I really hope it is, is um, Detroit Become Human. That game has such a cool, it had a really cool kind of demo trailer thing at Sony. Just showing you all the different choices you can do, how your actions affect the world, and how that leads to more, like what happens in your game, etc., etc., it looks really, really cool. Um, I'm, I'm just really excited, and I love the idea of what they're going for with the story. With um, what is it basically like cyborgs? Um, yeah, Andromeda. Not in, what are they called? Androids. Androids. So yeah, androids, mm-hmm. and whether they're real people and stuff like that. I think that's all really, really interesting. So, could be really um. cool. And that's actually really funny because my fifth and final, my most anticipated game for 2018 is Detroit Become Human. Oh, really? <laughs> I would say overall, out of all the other ones, this is the one that I am 100% oh, for certain shoot. picking up. Um, Sorry, uh, Jaeger just said in the comments, Red Dead 2, I forgot that's coming out next year. But it wasn't mentioned at E3, it wasn't at so E3. we're going to pretend like it doesn't exist. Okay, okay, fine. But I'd have to <laughs> nuke something off my list and play, replace it Red Dead 2, because that, that's really I mean, exciting. Sorry. We, we're all pretty excited about yeah. that one, Jaeger. Thanks for uh, throwing us a monkey wrench there. But we, Back don't, to we didn't hear anything about it in, at E3, so we're going to pretend like it doesn't exist yet until we know more. <laughs> um, but Detroit Become Human... I am so excited about this game. I really loved the movie with Harrison Ford, Blade Runner. Um, I think it was just such a, it's such a crazy, like cultural iconic movie. And are the replicants, which are the droids in that movie, are they 
actually humans? Should they have rights? Are they do they deserve freedom? And this is like the spiritual successor in video game form to that game. <laughs> it is. And I am very excited about how many different ways you can solve like the trailer that came out last year they showed us where he does like he investigates certain parts of the room and then you had like like 30 different options for how you're going to approach the situation with the uh, android outside and saving the girl and like what could happen you both could die the girl could die he could die you could die everyone could live one could... I mean it was just incredible to watch those options and I think it will be I think it also is going to be a huge like social commentary and so I think I'm kind of excited about that yeah, I mean, those are issues that not only we are going to face in the future at some point, but also with everything else going on, just relating to real humans and everything else going on in the world. It's totally, totally something. All right, so that is it for our most excited and anticipated games from E3. Uh, real quick here, we got about 10 minutes to do this. We're going to wrap up... Um, go through our E3 predictions we made a couple of weeks before <laughs> E3 and see how horribly we did. Cause I know I did not do great and I don't think any of us did. So, uh, let's start off with Microsoft. Um, I predicted Scorpio would be four ninety nine. It's like the one I got right. You Xbox did get that X, one right. Four ninety nine. Proud of that. Um, I also said there was going to be an Avengers game that's going to be shown off with a release date of 2018 nothing Which, on that and i think uh el zoro just mentioned in the comments as well yeah the non-appearance of square enix avengers project also made me sad yes yes i was hoping that was gonna get shown off like you know but i think that game's probably further off than we think um oh sadly. yeah for sure so that I got that wrong, and then I also said that Warner's Brothers was going to announce a new Arkham game where you play as Robin or Nightwing. Nothing from Arkham at all was announced, so scratch that as well. Uh, Rob, what about you? Uh, so my first one was that the Sea of Thieves game would show a demo, but there would be no release date, and while... So I, myself... I think you get like half a point I was going to say one. half a point because there was a demo, Yep. And the release date is quarter one of 2018. Yeah. So which isn't really a specific date. But they give like a specific date. Yeah. So I still, I think I'm going to give myself a half point on that one. Right. Uh, I said there would be like a short, like 30 second Halo true, uh, like teaser. And there was nothing. And I said that they would spend a lot of time talking about their Windows 10 new gaming program. And while they did basically, I mean, they already mentioned that they were going to announce every single Xbox one game is also going to be on Windows 10. And they did spend time talking about that. They didn't actually talk about the Windows 10 gaming platform at all, really. Nope. As itself. So I don't get that one. So right. I got a half point. Uh, can you wrap up Jeff for us as well? Since he's not here to defend himself, we can make fun of him. Okay, so Jeff said that there would be a new Battletoads. Nope. <laughs> a Halo spinoff. Nope. Nope. And there would be no double A X1 games. Xbox One games. Um, Is that like... Not quite AAA, but That's not, quite not AAA. indie. There's a lot of indie games, but we're a ton of indie games. So I'm gonna say I would that argue that uh, what's that big game? The Destruction one for Xbox. Uh, oh, Crackdown. Crackdown Three. 
that looked so bad it was almost like a double a xbox one game <laughs> i mean i oh, i don't know there were a lot of indie games there were a lot of triple a yeah. maybe give him a half point yeah we'll, we'll think about it. let's see how we're doing at the end of the show and if you know, Jeff needs if some points. You us, can give him maybe half a point. He might beat us. We might take that half point away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, like, I like where you're going. All right. Um, Sony was next. Uh, I said Kingdom Hearts 2018 with Star Wars Worlds. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, there was no Star Wars Worlds. There was a new trailer. It didn't say 2018, so I don't get any points. But they did have a trailer after a concert. Yep. Is that right? Yes. So... And I kind believe cool, they're gonna re- but... they said they were going to release more on Disney Day, which is coming out in July, I think. Like yeah, the they said a, like the Disney July. Expo thing they do yeah. in July. So basically, so. Kingdom Hearts, I would say... I'd say no on that one. I'd like, say no. That was all wrong. Yeah. And then I also said Days Gone would be released this year. That didn't even get a release nope. date, so wrong on that and then bloodborne 2 would be announced and then re- with a release date of spring 2018 and didn't that... exist so it's a zero for me zero on sony for you um i said death standing would have a cinematic trailer and then after doing that <laughs> prediction like two days later death stranding developer kojima said or not kojima uh yeah, kojima kojima yeah said we will not be at e3 <laughs> and so i was like oh well that doesn't work I said there'd be a Jackson Daxter remaster, and there was not. Nope. Um, they spent more time talking about Crash Bandicoot. And I also said that they would spend a lot of time talking about Uncharted Lost Legacy and Last of Us Part 2, and we didn't really see much of Last of Us Part 2 or Uncharted Legacy other than the short trailer. So it, They started their E3 presentation with Uncharted Lost Legacy. They had like a little half um band like six people in robes drumming before yeah. that so i'll give you a half point on that if you want point? It. okay yeah. I'll, I'll take the half point yep all right um, so and then jeff on this one yep he said sly cooper which nope. was not there although there was a game that was kind of similar uh what was it super lucky or something like that the squirrel or fox uh-huh like oh yeah Oh, super lucky. Um, that's like scale. a new IP though, and it's also it's on lucky. Xbox, not. Uh, and it's also from like Sony. the Game Boy or handheld or something like that. So it's not really a new IP, but it's not Sly Cooper. No, and it's on so, Xbox. Oh, not Sony. That one. Uh, he would say that Kingdom Hearts could still not have a launch window, which he's actually correct on. Gotta give him uh, a point. Dang it. And then he was. He said more Destiny Two content bragged about. I have to give him a point on that. They did yeah. talk about... They showed a trailer and talked about how there was, like, exclusive strike, exclusive weapon, exclusive map on PlayStation, etc. Yeah. So, he gets two points. Because he points. did dumb, easy predictions. He's boring. So yeah, Boring. Alright. All right. Uh, Nintendo. So we Nintendo. only predicted for the three major uh, platforms, Microsoft, Sony, yeah, and Nintendo. We didn't do any Ubisoft or EA or anything like that. So, Nintendo. Nintendo. So, I said Animal Crossing on the Switch, spring 2018. Nope. Very sadly, oh. no mention of Animal Crossing. Uh, virtual Console will be $5 a month, watching in the fall. They no mention of Virtual Console. Really anything about Virtual Console. Yeah. 
And I said, Retro's new project is going to be revealed as a new IP in open world RPG. We still don't know what Retro's working on. So that's another zero for me. And I think I shouldn't do E3 predictions ever again because I'm really bad at them. You got one. I got one point. Ethan has one point. But Nathan, don't feel so bad because I only have one point between my two halves. Uh, I said that first off, they would talk a lot about their mobile games, Zelda, Animal Crossing, and Pikmin, which they didn't really talk about any of them. Nope. They talked a little, but, I mean, not really. I also... (laughs) Okay, I'm going to skip this one. I'll come back to this one, because this one's really humorous. Okay, so my last one I said was uh, that they would spend a lot of time talking about third party, and actually they barely spent any time talking about third party. They talked a little bit about Skyrim. They talked a little bit about uh, like some of the cross like crossplay between Rocket them League. and yeah. Microsoft, Minecraft and Rocket League, aka Microsoft and Nintendo are going to team up, and we're going to exclude Sony because Take Sony doesn't want to play nice with us. That's true, and it's Sony's <laughs> um, fault. But they really, they actually released a lot. They talked a lot more about like Kirby and Yoshi and Pikmin, or not Pikmin, but um like uh xenoblades and like so there's only like one or two third-party games that they really advertise so fifa um mario rabbits and rocket league are the kind of the third-party ones i can think of so i'd give you like another half point on that if you want but all right i don't know and then my last one, which is kind of hilarious so i said that they would be no mention whatsoever of f-zero Fox or Metroid? The Metroid one. I think I have to like dock you a point on that because they... I, mean, I might lose a point just... for that one. <laughs> Literally, they just dropped the bomb. Like, hey guys, we're actually doing this. Yeah. But in my defense, they didn't say anything about F Zero or Fox. So... so we'll give you a zero on that. I'll take the zero on that one. It kind of balances each other out. Yeah. Uh, Jeff said, Metroid first person shooter. There is a Metroid game that was announced, but we don't know if it's a first-person shooter. Okay, it's Metroid Prime 4. They wouldn't say Prime 4 if it wasn't going to be a first-person shooter. I think we have to stupidly give him a point on that. Because they wouldn't say Prime 4 if it wasn't a first-person shooter. That's true. Or uh, Adventure, as Nintendo calls it. I was, I was it. almost going to give him a half point just because he did say a first-person shooter and they didn't really say that, but I, mean, I, 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 think right. I think you're right. Anyways. Give him the whole point. Okay. Uh, he also said Virtual Console will be announced, which is wrong. Nope. Uh, they didn't say anything. And he said that Mario Party would be coming out this fall, which is also wrong. Yep. Because they juked us and they threw out Kirby and Yoshi. That, well, Yoshi's fine. I like Yoshi games. Kirby, <laughs> I'm so tired of Kirby games. They've made so many. Can they just stop? I don't want them. <laughs> well, and I think it's funny because it's just like, well, we all wanted like Mario Party or a Super Smash Bros, like a new Super Smash Bros announced. And... They juked us into being like, nope, we're going to actually kind of talk about some platformer characters that we really... Because, like, Yoshi's Woolly World came out, like, what, two years ago? Three years ago? Uh, 2015? Yeah, like, two years ago. And so, like, throwing Yoshi and Kirby out there was kind of like, uh, hey, we're going to go with the one that we're pretty sure you all like, but really, in reality, none of you are <laughs> playing anymore. Uh. I know people who are excited about those games. Um, 
yeah. I think both those will come out next spring. Like both of those will be out before the next E three, and then Nintendo will talk about their probably Pokemon game at E three next year, and I think an Animal Crossing game will get announced between now and the next E three. I sure. still think that's going to happen. Just didn't happen here. Yep. So, so the final total is Nathan has one Woo. in last place. Yep. Rob has one and a half. Okay. I literally got a half point on every single one. Wow. Good, so good for you. I, one I, and a half. I, All right. That's not bad. <laughs> and Jeff, I mean, if we count the double A as a half point, yeah. he gets three and a half points. Oh, this is horrible. So he he kicked our butts on this one, which actually doesn't surprise me because Jeff normally is a lot more adept at predicting things than Nathan and I are. I guess I guess that's why he's usually the host of the show and not us. But yeah, we're just like we're like let's philosophize. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so that wraps up our predictions. Yep. Um, do you have anything you've been playing you want to talk about? I know you've been gone. I have something I want to talk about, but do you have anything? I have been gone. Um, so actually, this is kind of funny. Um, the only game I played the last two weeks is Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, and I've only played it for about two hours. Okay. So that doesn't really... I mean, like, that's kind of a normal one for me. And so I, I'm still getting along in the story and kind of... I'm getting closer, but still a ways off. But what I did not play yet, but I am going to play this next week. Um, yesterday, I did a movie marathon with a bunch of teenagers, and we watched all the Back to Future games, or movies. Wait. And the Back to Future trilogy. There's not and a good Back to the Future game, Rob. Don't do it. There is the Telltale Back to the Future games. Not good. Which Those. <laughs> are the next in line in my Steam list to play through all my games. Oh gosh. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm probably hopefully over the next week I'm gonna play some Back to the Future. And we'll see how it goes. Because like you said, it is probably the lowest rated Telltale game. Yeah. Um those came, that came out before is the game before Walking Dead season one, right? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah don't remember i think he came out right after okay oh maybe it was. Maybe i don't not. know i don't know i've never actually played it but i've just heard it wasn't very good so i don't know cool. yep cool all right well for me um during a3 sony ran this awesome sale um kind of discounted the ps4 some of their games etc and i picked up horizon zero dawn finally um it was perfect because i picked it up like the week after I beat Zelda so that kind of worked really well for me and I've been playing through that I'm probably about seven hours in the game or something like that um I'm level 15 that game is just really really fun to play like it doesn't do anything crazy like new or innovative or anything like that like Zelda um but the combat is really really good um Basically, you're fighting all these robot dinosaurs, mainly using your bow, but you can use, like, traps and stuff like that. There's a little bit of strategy, like, thinking about, like, how am I going to take this down? Am I going to try and trap him with a tripwire or tie him up with my rope or just go for it? Or am I going to kind of sneak up on him and uh, do a stealth kill? Um, 
and the world is really interesting to explore. There's some side quests, but not too many side quests. Like, I I think I've done, like, four or five side quests, but I don't feel, like, overwhelmed by them. And yeah. the world, it's not too big. I think that's one of the things. Um, Zelda was really, really big. It was cool to explore, but it just felt huge. Um, yeah. Uh, Horizon feels a little bit more contained, and the story is super, super interesting. I'm really invested in seeing what happens, um, where... Aloy, it's kind of her storyline with where she came mm-hmm. from, etc. goes. So I'm loving that game. It's just a really, really well-made game that's a lot of fun to play. So definitely yeah, check I'm it out. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed because I missed the PS4 uh, sale. Yeah. And so, because I was actually looking to pick that one up yeah. sometime. And I was kind of like, oh man, it is on sale. And I have a little bit of extra money that I was like, I can use it for video games. And I missed it, the window. Uh-huh. And so I'm like... Do I wait for it or do I just kind of go on to the next game for now? I mean, and I, might, still... I think I'm. Go ahead. I think I'm just going to wait on Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. But I do really want to play that game because it looks yeah. super good. I mean, and you're both still you playing... and Jeff talked it up. Yeah, you're still playing uh, Mass Effect, like you said. So if you mm-hmm. wait, I'm sure there'll be another sale they'll do. Oh yeah, in the absolutely. Next couple of so Black Friday. Pick it up then. Yeah, Black Friday if. It'll probably be like 30, 20, 30 bucks then. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I dropped my mic in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> gosh. Well, All right. this is what happens when Jeff is not here. Exactly. Enjoy it. Uh, he'll probably be gone the next couple of weeks because he's going to be a new dad. So I'm sure there's so, lots of business with that. I don't know. I've never been a dad before. So It's, 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 it's pretty busy. But happy happy late Father's Day to you, Rob, and any other you. dads out there who listen to us. I don't know if they have time to, though. So, we'll <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it for our show. Uh, we're going to – oh, the other thing is I actually went over to Jeff's the other day and uh, played ARMS with him for like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, that game is pretty cool. It's a lot of fun to play in multiplayer. He beat me like every time, but the strategy kind of... There's more strategy in a fighting game than any other fighting game I've played before, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. I didn't feel totally incompetent. Um, I didn't pick it up. I might pick it up at some point if there's ever a sale, but it was a lot of fun. So the reason Sweet. I say that is because uh, I have the arms kind of main theme that we're going to leave you with this week. But before that, do you have any questions? No, I mean, was it actually, like, enjoyable gameplay? Like, because I, I, I watched a little bit of it when uh-huh. Jeff played it, and he posted something on our YouTube. You can find us, hey, listen, games. Um, and I thought it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, this actually looks entertaining a lot more so than I thought. But as I watched it, I was like, you know, but it's not really a game that I necessarily would be drawn to. Yeah, yeah. So does so it actually it was really hold fun. your interest? Like, it was really fun. We played it for, like, an hour, hour and a half. And I enjoyed that time. But I know, like, if I bought it, I don't think I would want to play it for more than, like, five, maybe ten hours at the most. I don't think I... It would be a game that I would get super into and spend a ton of time playing it. Like, I wouldn't be playing it mm-hmm. five, six months from now. So, that's... And that was kind of my worry with it. So, take that yeah. as you will. And with the $60 price tag. Yeah, exactly. I want to get the most you enjoyment gotta... out of my games, so... All right, well, enjoy the ARMS main theme, and uh, we will talk to you next week. All right, see you guys. See ya.